Welcome back, fight fans. Welcome back. Look, Virgil Ortiz, Eddie Reynoso, Team Canelo. Does it make sense? Look, let's break it down honestly and objectively as possible. You know, the news has come out, you know, last week about Eddie Reynoso possibly training Virgil Ortiz, according to ESPN and Mike Commenter, stating that Virgil Ortiz is joining forces with Eddie Reynoso. Now, the interesting thing about this is this has not been confirmed by Virgil Ortiz. Virgil Ortiz has come out. And Dan Raphael stated that, you know, hey, he's considering a change in figuring out which trainer he's going to align with, but no deal is done as of yet. Now, as we've already seen, Robert Garcia, his former trainer has come out and stated that these guys have parted ways. They're going their separate ways, but, you know, he doesn't know which way Virgil Ortiz is going to go at this point. So it does seem likely that Virgil Ortiz would join Eddie Reynoso, although nothing is confirmed, nothing is complete, and nothing is set in stone. He could go to another gym. He could be trained by another trainer. But the speculation is from ESPN and Mike Coppinger that he's going to join forces with Eddie Reynoso in Canelo Alvarez's gym. And I just kind of want to give my thoughts about that, what I feel about that, and, and what I think it means for the sport of boxing and for Virgil Ortiz should he go there. Now, look, let me, let's, let's start with Virgil Ortiz. Virgil Ortiz is 18-0 with 18 knockouts. The guy has a 100% knockout rate. Uh, the guy's a massive welterweight standing at 5'10". So he has power. He just passed one of his biggest tests in the Judas Kavalaskis. So you see that Virgil Ortiz is a hell of a fighter. He's a problem for anybody in a welterweight division, and he's constantly improving. Even in his last few fights, you've seen his footwork and defense improve. Imagine what can happen if he has the right trainer to take him to the next level, somebody like uh, you know, and Eddie Reynoso. And, and look, let me break down to Eddie Reynoso. This is a guy who's constantly winning trainer of the year. This is a guy who has world champions like Canelo Alvarez, Oscar Valdez, former champions, and Andy Reese Jr. He also has a guy in, um, you know, Frank Sanchez, who's a, who's a hell of a, hell of a fighter, a hell of a heavyweight. I mean, the guy just came off of a huge win over F.A. Ajagba. A lot of people thought he was going to lose that fight. He's much too skilled. He has hundreds of amateur fights with the Cuban style. So at the end of the day, you know, Eddie Reynoso has a lot of experience, knowledge, and skills in his camp. He's the best trainer in boxing. He's an elite trainer. So it makes perfect sense for Virgil Ortiz to align himself with a guy like Eddie Reynoso. I think that's a hell of a career move, and it was a great one if he chooses to go that route. It looks like that's likely. It looks like that's possible. I think Eddie Reynoso is one of the most brilliant boxing minds we have in the sport of boxing. And, you know, he's, he's, he's overlooked. He's taken for granted by a lot of people, but the guy's a real deal. Not only that, I mean, you've seen Anthony Joshua recently come out stating, and you know, that he visited – Eddie Reynoso and Team Canelo in their gym. The guy's been seeing all over social media wearing a no boxing, no life hat. So Anthony Joshua's considering a trainer, a trainer switch up. And he stated on one of his most recent interviews that, hey, you know, I, I like their model. I like what they're doing out there. So, I mean, imagine if Anthony Joshua joined the camp. There's a reason why a lot of big time fighters are looking at Eddie Reynoso because they know how how talented and great they are. But imagine if you align yourself with someone like Eddie Reynoso, like this type of trainer. And, 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 it's, and, and make no mistake about it, you know, him and Canelo Alvarez has went a long way. Canelo Alvarez keeps winning. He's a special talent. But when you have talent and IQ, a great boxing mind, all come together, you get something unbelievable. You know, Virgil Ortiz has the potential in the future to be a great fighter. Anthony Joshua, Looks like, you know, if he has that type of, 
you know, coaching and, and, and trainer behind him. I mean, this guy could take his game to the next level and overcome some of the things that's been holding him back. He's a two-time uh, former unified heavyweight champion. So, Andy, you know, Anthony Joshua is a hell of a fighter. At the end of the day, you know, these are great career moves. If these guys go in this direction, I think Virgil Ortiz, you know, he's a, he's He's a dangerous fight for any top welterweight right now. Bud Crawford, Jordini's Ugas, Errol Spence, any of the top welterweights right now, Virgil Ortiz is a problem. Virgil Ortiz can go in there and cause anybody issues. Virgil Ortiz is a dangerous fight right now, and that's without Eddie Reynoso. Imagine him with Eddie Reynoso. Imagine him with that backing him. He is a massive problem in the division. I mean, all welterweights you've seen has has some flaws. I mean, your Denis Ugas is not the strongest welterweight. And not only that, you know, he's a great, excellent boxer. So if Virgil can tighten up a few things on his defense, you know, his IQ, his footwork, he can be able to compete better with the top welterweights, with the three champions that are sitting at the division. I mean, you know, Terrence Crawford, we've seen him hurt. We've seen Errol Spence Jr., you know, outbox to a degree by even Sean Porter with the pressure. None of these guys have had the power face, uh, you know, that Virgil Ortiz can bring. So that is a massive, massive issue. A lot of people keep talking about Virgil Ortiz and Jerome Boots Ennis. And Jerome Boots Ennis is an excellent talent. Um, you know, he has a lot of raw skill and talent as well. And he's looking for a step-up fight similar to Virgil Ortiz. Virgil Ortiz has a better resume as of right now. Here's the interesting thing about Jerome Boots Ennis. It doesn't make sense for Ennis and Ortiz to even fight right now because both of these guys are looking for proven welterweights to fight. That, that's what they want. These guys are looking for world champions and proven welterweights. I don't know why everybody want to rush them into a fight. Let these guys go fight the champs. Let these, you know, let one take Errol Spence, let one take Bud Crawford, let one take Jordanis Ugas. Let these guys fight the champions. I don't understand why people are holding the champions hostage and don't want these guys to fight anyone. Let the champions fight these guys. These guys are so close to mandatory position. They can taste it. These guys want to be challenged. They want to fight the best. What the hell is Keith Thurman doing? What the hell is Danny Garcia doing? There's a lot of talk about Danny Garcia moving up to 154, but he has no fight schedule, no fights planned. So why don't you give one of these young guys a shot? Keith Thurman keeps talking about a comeback, but we haven't seen this guy come back at all. Every time I see this dude, he's on social media playing a damn flute. So at the end of the day, you know, we want to see these young guys challenged. We want to see these young guys you know, see what they really, really have. Are they really special? Can they be the top veteran right now? Are they borderline or possibly elite? And we just don't know it. We have to see these guys in there be tested. We have to see these guys fight the best. And that's what all these young guys want to do. It's so hard for these guys to, to get a big fight because it seems like everybody is holding out. Everybody is wanting just the biggest payday they can get. None of these guys want to fight the best right away. These guys are all taking their time. So look, at the end of the day, when I look at it all, I simply just want to see the best fight the best. And the best fight in the best would be Virgil Ortiz versus Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, Jerron Ennis fighting these guys as well. Because at the end of the day, you know, you need to see the young guys in action. And look, you can't say, oh, well, you know, we want Spence Crawford. That fight has been a fight we've been trying to see for a long time. I'm like, fine, if, if we're not going to get that fight, if these guys don't want to fight each other, let the young guys take a stab at it. Let the young guys jump into the fire. Let the young guys possibly try to steal one of those belts and then unify. See what the young guys can do because the old guys aren't doing much. The old guys are leaving the division stagnant. The old guys are looking for paydays. 
you know, I, I find it funny that sometimes people want to shame Errol Spence and not Terrence Crawford in the degree that, oh, you know, he's not willing to unify. Errol Spence is already unified. He's already unified. Terrence Crawford, he was he stated in his after his last fight against Kelbrook, he stated right after that fight that he was prioritizing a Manny Pacquiao fight over Errol Spence, over everybody else. That's a fight that he was prioritizing. That's the fight he ultimately wanted in his heart. A Manny Pacquiao fight. Now I get it. He's a big time fighter. He's he's a big name. He's a brand. All of that. But at the end of the day, the guy was forty plus years old. Why are you not looking to fight prime fighters? I mean, that's why I like the young guys because these guys are willing to get in there and mix it up with anybody. They're not holding back. They're not prioritizing. They're not playing these games. Terence Crawford one minute says he's not interested in the Errol Spence fight. The next minute he says, "Oh, he he would love that fight." Like, make up your mind. You you can't keep going back and forth. Some people are fooled by it. I'm not. I think he's a terrific fighter. I think Errol Spence is a terrific fighter. But I think both of these guys are responsible for holding up the division both of these guys are taking their time making these fights it's not just one guy's fault it's both of their fault both of these guys are contributing to the fact that the division is stagnant both of these guys are contributing to that now we'll give Errol Spence this he has already unified once and he's attempting to unify again against a guy like your Dennis Ugas unfortunately uh, you know the WBA is not allowing your Dennis Ugas to unify with Errol Spence Jr they're trying to force him into fighting useless mandatories at this point it doesn't make any sense I mean why can't the guy fight the champion in unified belts and then straddle on the mandatories make that make sense let these let let us see these guys go for undisputed let us see these guys do something great let us see these guys you know push to the limits and see how excellent they can truly, truly be. Stop putting mandatory after mandatory after mandatory. This is what's killing boxing. This doesn't make any sense. This is disgusting. But once again, honest and unbiased as always, it's the IBFP because men lie, women lie, but the facts don't lie.